This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Saturday, December 5th, 2020. On this day in 1872, a ship called the Mary Celeste was found abandoned in the middle of the Atlantic. Though the vessel was largely intact, there were no passengers on board. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today, we're covering the mysterious disappearance of the Mary Celeste's crew. In 1872, the ship was discovered floating on the open water. Its crew was never found. Now, let's go back to the afternoon of December 5th, nautical time, 1872. British Captain David Morehouse aboard his ship, the Dei Gratia, was about 400 miles away from the coast of Portugal when he spotted something strange on the horizon. The weather was hazy, but he could just make out a brigantine vessel there, not unlike his own. The two masts came into focus as he got closer, and he noticed there were hardly any sails drawn, despite the light wind that day. The ship wasn't going anywhere. Instead, it was moving in a weird and jarring circular pattern, like a rodeo bull bucking against the current. It clearly wasn't sinking, but it wasn't moving as it should have been either. Captain Morehouse tried to signal it, but got no response. He steered the Dei Gratia closer. There was no one on the deck of the other ship, which he now saw was called the Mary Celeste. Morehouse instantly recognized the name. He had seen its captain, Benjamin Briggs, in New York just a few weeks prior. Morehouse feared that Briggs and his crew were stuck below deck, injured and in need of help. He ordered a few of his men over to the Mary Celeste to investigate. The men took a lifeboat across choppy Atlantic waters and boarded the ship. Nothing seemed wrong at first. The Mary Celeste was a medium-sized brigantine with a brand-new double deck and a smooth hull. They spotted a tattered sail and a broken peak halyard, the rope that's supposed to be connected to the main sail. Other than that, there was no discernible damage, and there was no one at all on board. The Dei Gratia crew thought that maybe the men aboard the Mary Celeste had feared the ship was sinking and abandoned it. They went down to the hold to investigate and found three and a half feet of water pooled in its lower decks. But for brigantines, that was a fairly normal amount that could be pumped out easily. It wasn't enough to sink a ship, and it certainly wouldn't cause a captain to panic and flee. Plus, all the hatches on the boat were open when the Mary Celeste was found. 
the water could have easily come in after the crew went missing. There was six months' worth of food and water in the galley. All the personal belongings of the crew were still by their beds, including foul-weather gear, personal chests, and even their tobacco pipes. In the captain's cabin, the bed was made. A dress hung over a chair. A sewing machine, a pile of toys, and children's clothing sat in a corner. In all, the ship contained 1,700 barrels of industrial alcohol. Nine were empty, but other than that, the cargo seemed perfectly intact and safe. There were no signs of a struggle, nor any indication that the crew had ever intended to leave. On deck, neither the wheel nor the rudder were secured, making the ship look as if it were manned by a ghost. From then on, the Mary Celeste was nicknamed the Ghost Ship. The Dei Gratia crew were baffled. They next searched the ship's logbooks to learn what they could about the ill-fated journey. According to the records, the crew had set sail from New York Harbor on November 5, 1872, but the weather was so bad they got stuck in Staten Island. Two days later, they made it through the channel and off into the Atlantic, heading for Genoa, Italy. Over the course of the journey to Europe, they encountered some of the worst storms in history. Briggs and his crew worked around the clock to steer the ship through winds and waves for nearly three weeks straight. On November 24th, the weather cleared up, and Briggs marked their location as due west from the Azores. On November 25th, he noted nothing wrong with the weather nor the ship, and marked their location as six miles east of the last island, far from where the ship was found. After that, the log was blank. Dei Gratia Captain Morehouse decided to tow the Mary Celeste to the port of Gibraltar for salvage. It was a risky endeavor. He'd have to split his men in half. And like the former crew of the Mary Celeste, they'd have to work around the clock. But once they made their claim, he estimated that every man on board stood to make a mint, the equivalent of over $100,000 today. Unfortunately for them, their story about discovering the Mary Celeste mysteriously empty was difficult to believe. When Morehouse successfully made it to Gibraltar, nobody believed that the Mary Celeste crew had magically gone missing. Perhaps there was a more criminal explanation. Coming up, some theories about what happened to the people aboard the Mary Celeste. Hi, it's Greg. I want to tell you about a fantastic podcast show I know you'll love that dives deep into some of history's most notorious leaders. It's called Dictators, and every Tuesday it examines the reign of a real-life tyrant, exploring the unique conditions that allowed them to seize control. Dictators have a never-ending thirst for power. Some seize this power through force, others through deceit, and all of them won't hesitate to eliminate anybody who stands in their way. You can hear episodes on dictators from the Roman Empire like Caligula, World War II dictators like Benito Mussolini, female dictators like Isabella of France, and many more. There are over 40 episodes available to binge right now that I know you'll find fascinating. 
Discover the governments that fell, the lives that were destroyed, and evil at its highest level. Follow Dictators free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to our story. On December 5th, 1872, Captain David Morehouse of the Dei Gratia found brigantine Mary Celeste abandoned in the Atlantic Ocean. The ship had over 1,000 barrels of industrial alcohol on board and appeared brand new. Morehouse and his crew towed the ship to Gibraltar for what they thought would be a profitable salvage. But because they couldn't explain the mysterious disappearance of the Mary Celeste's crew, Attorney General Solly Flood refused to pay them. He implied that Morehouse had killed Mary Celeste Captain Benjamin Briggs and his men. Flood had no evidence to prove his theory, but did investigate the ship in hopes of figuring out what had happened. On board, he found strange cuts on the ship's bow, made in some sort of cross-hatching pattern that didn't seem cosmetic. He also found suspicious stains up on deck, and finally, a small sword in the captain's cabin. This wouldn't necessarily have been cause for an alarm, but when he pulled the sword out of its sheath, he found a red substance caked on the blade that he assumed to be blood. Flood had a difficult time proving that foul play was involved from Morehouse and the Dei Gratia crew, but the red substance on the sword, plus the nine empty barrels of alcohol, gave rise to a stream of rumors that the Mary Celeste crew had mutinied against their captain. Ultimately, however, there was little basis for this theory. When examined, the stains on the sword turned out to be rust. Benjamin Briggs had known most of his crew well, and though he was a strict captain, he was fairly well-respected, and the alcohol on board was industrial. So, though it could have gotten the crew drunk, it also would have likely sickened or killed them, not caused them to revolt. Finally, it just didn't make sense that the crew would mutiny, then leave all their valuables on board. There was no good explanation. Finally, Morehouse and the Dei Gratia were granted a small reward. From the 1870s onward, theories about the crew's disappearance frequently appeared in the newspapers, books, and magazines, and continue to pop up even today. At first, piracy was often blamed, but this was difficult to believe, as by the time the Mary Celeste was found, piracy had mostly died out in the Atlantic. In the 1910s, a string of supposed survivors' tales flooded the papers. However, many facts in the stories were incorrect, and these people were dismissed as attention-seekers. Over the next century, there were theories about alcohol-induced explosions, sea monsters, the Bermuda Triangle, and even aliens, but all of it was speculation. 
Today, the mystery still isn't solved entirely, though a few modern discoveries and theories might explain the mysterious disappearances. First, in 2007, a team from the Smithsonian reviewed the ship's logs and the time it would have taken to sail from place to place. They discovered that the crew was likely lost and off course. They could have abandoned the ship at the first sight of land, if only just to figure out where they were. A second theory comes from Brian Hicks' book, Ghost Ship. Hicks proposes that nine of the alcohol barrels were empty because they'd leaked out over the course of the journey. This would have caused a nasty smell to permeate the ship, and Briggs and his crew would have needed to air it out. But three straight weeks of bad weather would have made that difficult. And during that time, the fumes would have caused terrible headaches and illness amongst the passengers on board. So on the first clear day, November 25th, Briggs might have opened all the hatches on the ship. Then he could have taken his crew out on a lifeboat to get some fresh air. He would have used the peak main halyard, which was found broken, to tie the lifeboat to the ship. They would have left all their possessions because they thought they were coming back. But the weather quickly changed that afternoon, and a storm rolled in over the Azores. The waves would have caused the ship to drift away from the lifeboat and the rope to snap. Briggs and the crew would have been left in the open water on a small lifeboat, too far from any land to do anything. Then, as the ship floated out to sea, the Mary Celeste crew would have eventually perished. While we may never know what happened for sure, the story of the haunting ghost ship isn't likely to disappear anytime soon. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Stacey Lee Nemec, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Anya Bayerly. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Don't forget to check out The Dictators Podcast. Every Tuesday, they go deep into the minds of some of history's most despised despots. You'll get insight into their rise to power and the impact of their downfall. Search for Dictators in the Spotify app and listen free today.